Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you'd say that. And we are back with another Black with no cream episode. New episode every single Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Real vs. World. Um, I say new episode every single Sunday, but that is a lie because I have not been posting uh, the past few Sundays, which is a tragedy. It's a motherfucking tragedy. And I'm sorry, guys. Um, there's a reason why, I, as some of you know, I was shooting Coachella um, and I shot for Beyonce, which was the most insane shit that's ever happened in my life. I had to dedicate a lot of time to that and I wasn't able to get the episodes recorded like I wanted to. And eventually I, I couldn't do it anymore and I had to stop while at Coachella. Um, I, I fucking love these podcasts. I don't know if you guys are listening or if you like them like I do. Uh, I think they provide a shit ton of value from every single person that I've talked to. They always seem to have the code cracked in whatever their lane is. And there's so much insight there that I just, I really fucking love these things. So it kills me when I'm not making them and I'm sorry for not, for not coming up with them, but I'm fucking back. Uh, I'm back for real. And I'm going to be traveling a lot over the next few months, which I can't talk about yet. But while I'm traveling, I wanted this to live, um, and I, I really need it to survive without having to interview people specifically while I travel. I, I know I'm not going to be able to just sit down and chop it up with another creative often. So my supplement to that would be to do solo episodes, which I brought up in the Black With No Cream group. And I got some good responses there, just if people would want me to do them. Um, so I came up with the, the, the idea or the, the skeleton of what a solo episode would look like. Here's what it'll look like. One. It'll be audio and video. So if you like YouTube or if you like listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, I'm there. Um, two, I'm going to try to keep them at 20 minutes long. I think that that's like the sweet spot. If you guys agree or disagree, please let me know in the comments, however you're viewing this shit. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, what do you think? An hour? I can go fucking all day, man. This shit's easy to riff. I'm sure this episode will run a little bit longer because I'm explaining all this pre-podcast or whatever. So um but yeah, uh, let me know what you think about that. My goal for the podcast isn't just to rant about some shit. It is to actually give you guys some concrete, resourceful information. It's um, probably best to do it like through my experiences, since I know my own experiences. I, I've got stories from other people that I've heard before, so I could share some of those. Um, but my goal is to try to provide within my stories like at least three good motherfucking tips. Okay, So that's what I'm going to do. And at the end of each episode, I'm going to shout out one specific Black With No Cream member and highlight them for being the shit at what they do. That's the goal. I think that that's going to be cool. If you guys, again, have any suggestions, please let me know. But for now, that's what I'm going to do. And so today on the episode, what I'm going to be talking about is networking. I had asked the group, you know, what they think I should do. And my boy, his name is Cole Needham. He's a Black with No Cream member. He asked about networking and he was just, you know, kind of generic, but how the fuck do you do it? And so I figured I'd break that down and kind of share like a, one story about networking. And um, 
you know, my thoughts on it and how you should approach networking and stuff like that. But anyway, that's that's my goal for the podcast. I'm going to keep coming back with them every Sunday. If the solo episodes are effective and shit and I could do those more often, maybe like twice a week, I'll try to do that. Um, but for now, every Sunday, back to the original schedule. Um, I, actually, next Sunday before, I'm not going to do another solo episode. I'm going to drop an interview that I recorded in LA. Um, I'm obviously in a hotel right now somewhere in the world, not telling you where. I'll tell you later. But uh, yeah, that the interview is with my boy Kai. And he's a street artist in, or an artist in LA. And his shit is amazing. Like people like Lil Wayne and fucking everybody on earth has been trying to get his shit. He's very, very sick. The interview is one of my favorites. Um, his story is so wild. This dude's story is so fucking wild. I, I just hope you guys listen to it. It was a great interview. Um I can't wait to do more interviews with other creatives. Right now, it's just me, motherfucker. So, anyway, networking. Let's do this. I I want to start... I think the best thing would be to tell... I want to share the story of my homie, Andrew Sandler, who I've been creating with for the last almost three years. And he's been one of the biggest influences in my life who has changed the game for me and gave me my first true shot, really, in, in LA. Um, so, I just kind of want to... You know, my brief who Andrew Sandler is. If you guys haven't heard the podcast with me and Andrew, you need to scroll back and check that bitch out. Black and No Cream, Andrew Sandler, look it up. But Andrew is a, a massive film director, a documentary director. He's done, this is his fourth documentary that me and him are co-directing actually uh, on, my, on my guy Lewis House, who also has an insane podcast. Um, but he did Chris Brown's documentary, Mary J. Blige's documentary, Ryan Blair. He did a story on him. Um, he's done countless music videos he's produced over like 30 some music videos for chris brown directed music videos for chris brown a bunch of other artists mary j blige ariana grande has done all kinds of shit andrew's you know a superstar out here so andrew took me under his wing when i moved to la and like brought me in on the chris brown doc and gave me my first chance uh assisting editing for the doc at first and then that ended up turning into a co-editing credit which was amazing um but yeah andrew's really had my back and we met through one of my best friends who was actually dating him at the time. So I was in Iowa. She starts dating him and she's like, yeah, I met this guy, blah, blah, blah. He makes videos or whatever. Like you, you guys are both nerds and shit. You'd probably be friends. I'm like, really? All right. Show me, show me his work or whatever. And I see it, get a link to his website. And I'm like, yo, he like really makes videos. I'm in Iowa dreaming about this shit. And this dude's actually doing it. Like his videos looked ridiculous. I saw his reel and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is sick. Like we probably really would be friends. Like, this is the first guy that you dated that I really think I'd be friends with. So anyway, hopefully they don't give a fuck that I'm sharing this story. It's already been on the podcast pretty much, so. And it's all good. I'm going to do it anyway. So anyway, he uh, ends up, you know, sometimes I see him. I meet him on FaceTime or whatever when she's FaceTiming me. And she'd be like, this is Andrew. And he'd be like, oh, what's up, dude, blah, 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 blah. And so right away, I assumed that at some point we'd probably link with each other. Like, I maybe I'd come out to L.A. and visit and get to meet him, and who knows where that goes. But he's doing something that I enjoy doing, and I think that maybe we could connect at some point. Um, So tip number one was do your homework. That's what I wrote down. Do your fucking homework. Um, Because, and this goes for anyone. I've done this multiple times, but in Andrew's case, I'm just trying to break down that journey with him to give you guys an uh, exact reason or way I did it, I guess. Um, But do your homework. So I, I knew that I'd probably meet him someday, and this is stuff that I like to do. Maybe we could work together on something or maybe I could help him out on any project he's working on. I didn't know what it was. I'm living in Iowa. He's living in Los Angeles. How the fuck are we going to work? I don't know. But 
I did my homework. I started researching everything that he'd done. I seen. I watched his doc. I watched all his music videos. I was looking into his short films, his old business that he started in college. I was like deep diving into this shit to be as well rounded in Andrew Sandler's world as I could be, so I could figure out you know what he's done, what he's accomplished, maybe what he could u- like utilize, maybe like a skill set that he doesn't have around him at the time. I was thinking like, oh, I fly drones and shit. Maybe I could impress him with drones, and I would like send him little clips of like drone videos that I shot in Iowa. I'd be like, yo, isn't this tight? Like, I just shot this. He's like, damn, you shot that? That's cool. This is before drones were like, every dad had a drone. So that kind of lent into my step number two, or my tip number two, which is be yourself, be sincere, and be aware. Okay? So when I say this, I didn't, I didn't want to like act like I knew everything to Andrew. So when I would, when I met him and he took me out on set for the first time, which was like a, a music video called karate, look it up. He was showing me around and I knew a lot about shit, but I also knew nothing about a lot of shit. And right away I was learning about producing. I was learning about executive producing. I was learning about pre-prep for, for music videos and what it was like to be a set designer. And these are all things that I could have just acted like I understood, but I wouldn't have gained any insight that way. So I would ask questions and asking questions opened up more doors for me to learn and get actual answers quickly uh, versus just kind of acting like I knew I was the shit and I can do all this in my sleep and blah, blah, blah. So I asked a lot of questions. Um, And I think that that helped connect me to Andrew because he gets to play the role of a mentor and he saw some sort of value in me and was willing to lend that experience to me and share his wisdom and open up. And it, it all started from me just asking questions. Um, so I would definitely recommend always asking questions. Don't act like you know everything because you don't. And you will fuck yourself up doing that. I, that's just take it or leave it. I don't know. But be aware. Be aware is huge. And I think this means more now than ever because the internet, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all this shit that exists right now and ways for people to connect. It's so easy to connect to your favorite, name it, artist, athlete, celebrity, musician, whatever the fuck it is. You can connect to them in a matter of seconds with a DM or whatever it is, whatever, however you, you know, leave a message in the comments and get 60 people to comment on it, to stir up the notifications and shit so they see it. It's super easy. So what I mean about that is being aware is like, you need to, to truly understand that your about to take control of someone's time. And what I mean by that is by messaging them, if they do open up that message, read it, that takes time out of their day. If they choose to respond, that takes time out of their day. And if you're messaging people that have something that you want or are in a position that you need to learn from, they're valuable, right? And I say this because I'm not a person that's valuable or has exploded and has millions of followers or whatever. But I've noticed from whatever I've gotten on Instagram and so, you know Snapchat and all this shit is that people have a lot of fucking questions for me. And I'm in a position and I've gotten to a position that people have always like wanted to get to. And so for me, that's, you know, this is why Black Window Cream existed. I was that person before. I'm still that fucking person. I still have things I need to learn and people that I want to meet and elevate myself and keep climbing and shit. But to get to where I am right now, I had to ask questions and there's a way to do it. And you need to be aware of people's time. I was always, always, always conscious of people's time and the way I spoke with them. I I didn't want to come at them like, 
if I was trying to talk to a rapper, I was going to try to talk to a rapper like I'm cool and I need him to like hear me the way I would talk to him in person or whatever. Like I was just very formal with the way I would write my messages or to a blog or to a brand. However it is, you need to know that you're taking up their time and you need to be respectful of that and you need to find ways to craft your messages. So when I get messages on Instagram that are like, hey man, check out my photos. What? Why? Why do you want me to check out your photos? Why should I check out your mixtape? Why should I check out your, why do I need to, why do you, why did you message me that? Why is it important for you to have me look at your work? Explain that to them. It's not hard. It's not hard to take a second and write a message that says, hey man, you happen to make the illest music I've ever heard and I've been listening to it since day one. I listen to it on repeat. I listen to it when I go to work. I do all this shit. I listen to it. I listen to it. I listen to it. I sing it to my girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. And that shit shaped my, the way I make my music. And that's how I made my beats sound like your beats. And I'm deeply inspired by you. And it would mean the world to me to fucking listen to your beats. Whatever, however you guys say it. That's sincerity. And, and that's really taking the time to craft a message that to the person who's listening to it. Be like, all right, cool. That made sense. I appreciate it. Let's see what you got. And they'll click play. And you never know what's going to happen from someone clicking play or clicking on an image or clicking on a video. Like... That shit could change your life. So take the time to truly craft these messages. Remember that these people get a lot of them all the time. I'm not even fucking famous, but I get messages from people all the time. And I know after a while from them sending me messages, they think that I know who they are because I responded once upon a time. So they might hit me back like months later, like, hey man, you got time for this, blah, blah, blah. Can you do this for me? And I'd be like, who are, I don't know who you are because you've messaged me 10 different times and I don't remember that because I get 10,000 messages. Like this is hard to micromanage. So very, I, I just, it's so important to take the time to understand that these people have a lot going on that might not remember who you are. They might not remember your story. So if you can brief them on it and give them a real good message, it, it, it'll go a long way. Um, for me with Andrew, I was always myself and I always wanted to to give and and to be sincere and try to you know be respectful of his time and hey man like if you have time this would be really cool if you could tell me how this works I totally get it if you don't have time I'm just I would love to do that on a miniature scale here in Iowa you know I mean like however whatever you gotta do to craft these things like just make sure you put some time into it it's the internet's too easy to send a message and treat it like you have one shot like that first DM I say it all the time that's your elevator pitch. If you're going to get in the elevator and you got five floors to go and you got to share some story of yours to some person to try to get them to sign you or fuck with you or let you shoot a video for them, what is your story going to be? How are you going to intrigue them so much that they would be like, all right, cool, let's set up a second meeting. Take advantage of that shit. It's the internet, man. You can spend a whole week writing this, you know what I mean, to your favorite person on earth or the, your, your idol or whatever it is. Like, Take some time for that shit. It's very important. Um, Let's go to tip number three. This is the final tip I wrote down. I don't. I might have more if I think about it. But uh, give without expecting shit in return. This is the most important tip I could ever give you. I, it mean I. I don't know. I've done it so much. I've given and given and given and given everything I have, and have got a lot back in return. I haven't gotten it all back in return. There's people that I've given so much shit for. And never saw anything come back, ever. Not even a hello. You know what I mean? Not a, how are you? And that's just life. And you can't let that shit rub you the wrong way. It is what it is. 
you probably don't need them anyway, but it's better to take that risk or that gamble, whatever it is to give, 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 um, with no expectations. I, I read that in a book. I was trying to look this up before, before I started recording this. I read a book a while back. I don't know if anyone's heard it. It was this dude who was like a, a young entrepreneur. I don't know if he was even tied into filmmaking or anything, but basically what he had said was he, he would, always give he'd always try to connect dots he'd always try to be the mediator and there was i think he said something like he connected his friend who really wanted to illustrate and his other friend who really wanted to design shoes and together they were they created nike or some wild shit i might be totally off but that's how i remember it and and that shit shook me up i was like wow that's crazy you really know you never know who's who you could connect that could turn something into magic you know what i mean and and I think that that's the most crucial shit. With Andrew, when I first met him and I was like trying to kind of compete on his level, not compete, but like be in the hat, in his world, it was first like, oh, hey, I could do drone stuff from you. But I realized I'm still in Iowa and there's I can't fucking fly the drone all the way to California. Be lit if I could. But um, I, I knew it was important to try to link him. And I only knew like two pe- I had two people that I thought he could benefit from knowing in Los Angeles. I had no idea if their skill set was below him, above him, at the same level. I didn't know what it was, but I figured I'd connect him. Um, and so I put him in touch with uh, my homie Ash Travers, who's like the illest fucking animator. Dude is crazy, crazy dope. Look him up. Um, and also, who else did I connect him with? Damn, I can't think of it. But it was a DP. A homie of mine that was a DP. But anyway... I just plugged him right away. He happened to know the DP too. Damn, who the fuck was the person I connected him with? I don't know, but he happened to actually have gone to school or something with the DP and was like, oh yeah, I actually know this dude. That's cool. I haven't thought about him for forever or whatever. And, and you know, travel forward, we ended up using the DP's drone drone work in our Chris Brown documentary. And uh, Ash, I think, came in to talk about some graphic design shit, I think. In, anyway, that's way fast forward. I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what would happen. I just said, yo, here's people I know. They're ill. I think you're ill. That combination is going to be explosive. If anything ever happens, like put them in the Rolodex. Like if this helps you, you know, have it. I I don't need anything. I just want you to have that shit. And, you know, since then me and Andrew are like growing brands together and shit. And he's deeply involved in black window cream and he's deeply involved in the production side of everything that we do and we're making a documentary again together you know what i mean this is our third one together and i am not saying that had anything to do with me saying yo you should check out these two people but that's all i had and i was willing to give it up like he could have i could have used my friend favor with them earlier for me for something personal but i wanted to give it out to andrew right away because you know that could go a long way so um yeah, just be willing to give without expecting shit in return. Crucial. I don't know. Overall, to me, networking is is something that, you know, you hear that stupid saying, it's like, networking is everything, or it's all about who you know, and all that shit. And it's fucking 100% true. It is all about who you know. That person will change your life. There's combinations of people that will change your life. There's groups of people that will change your life. I worked with EA Sports because the dude that I made friends with at a car wash when I was in high school went on to become like one of their head people in their content division. That's crazy. And then we've stayed in touch ever since 
and have made music ever since and made videos together ever since. And then finally he ends up at EA and I live in LA and we're both working on this massive level and he sends me a fucking ridiculous budget, like a six figure budget to make content. That's crazy. Like our world shifted and, and it's all about who you know, man. So what I say about networking, go be yourself introduce yourself to every single person in the room don't be too fucking cool get off your fucking phone when you're in a place where you could actually socialize try to you know i don't know just talk to people man just talk to people and be real I, one time we were at a party we were at a party and uh who's this dude i'm gonna, I'm gonna look him up on the computer uh right there basically we we're chilling and i'm not gonna be able to find it all you buff nerds, or movie nerds, uh, buff nerds, what the fuck? Hold on, I'm trying to look it up. I can't figure it out. Rogue One, there we go. All right, so the story goes like this. I was in a party with Andrew. Um, did I say buff nerds earlier? Shout out to Jacob Owens. I'm going to get him on the podcast too sometime. That dude is killing the motherfucking game. Um, anyway, I'm at this party. This is the last story, I'm sorry. Last, I'm at this party. We're in the hills. The, uh, I don't remember what it was for. This dude was throwing this party to like get everyone to kind of come network. It was cool. And so we go to this party and me and Andrew up there. We see like Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Lil Dicky was there. And then um, we run into these two dudes that Andrew was talking to. And I just kind of came up and Andrew, you know, we always like wingman each other. And he's like, yo, this is my guy Ben, blah, blah, blah. He, had his, we did the, he did the Chris Brown documentary, blah, blah, blah. So, oh, cool. What's going on? So we started chopping up with the guys. Right away, one of the guys... Which I going into this, I knew they were somebody. I didn't know what the fuck they were somebody for. You know what I'm saying? And so I walk into the group and uh, I'm talking to the guy and I'm, he had a British accent or something. And I'm like, yo, you're not from here. Like, you sound like you're from a different country. You live in LA? He's like, yeah, I kind of live here, a little bit over here, whatever. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from this state called Iowa. And he goes, shut up. And I'm like, what? He goes, I'm a Hawkeyes fan. I'm like, what the fuck? Which is like our the, one of the biggest colleges in Iowa. I didn't go to that college, but shout out to Iowa. And uh, I'm like, how are you? What do you mean? He goes, hold on. He pulls out his phone. He starts showing me pictures of him in Iowa City in front of like the football stadium and random shit like that, wearing a Hawkeyes hat and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, I love the team, man. My, he goes, my girlfriend's from Iowa. And I'm like, really? Or his wife, or I don't know. And he's like, yeah, she's a writer out here, but she's from Iowa originally. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Me and this dude talked for like an hour maybe even longer than that. It was just going in about everything, talking about filmmaking and all this shit. But I never asked him what he did until like the end of the conversation, he's talking about directing films. I'm like, and we were talking maybe about film budgets or budgeting for films or whatever. And I was like, like, give me an example. Like what's, what's like a film that you worked on? And he said, Rogue One. He directed Rogue One. This dude's name was Gareth Edwards. I think that's how you say his name. And this dude was nice as fuck and wasn't too cool to talk to some random ass kid from Iowa about film shit. And that was the illest shit ever. Cause we didn't have to sit there and like swing our dicks around and tell, Oh, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is what I did at the beginning. It was just like a normal conversation. And it happened to be about a state that I'm from. And that just got us talking about our relationships and having, you know, all this shit. It was like wild. The only thing I did fuck up on was I did not get this man's number. Because uh, I was definitely going to set up like a double date there because he sounded dope. His girlfriend sounded dope. So it would have been lit. But we were like talking forever. I had to go to the bathroom, come back. And we were both in different places. I didn't see him the rest of the night. So I fucked that up. But met that dude, which was wild. And he's directed some other shit. I can click on his name real quick. Uh, 
crazy. That's all about who you know. And that's how you network. It's just like, oh shit, he did Last Jedi. No, he didn't. He did Star Wars. He did Godzilla. Monsters, the movie Monsters. That's crazy. So anyway, anything you can run into anybody. It's just you just have to be a real person and that's always going to work out for you. So that's it. I'm done talking about networking. If you guys want me to dive deeper into like a specific subject within networking, comments again. Drop it in the motherfucking comments. And uh, that's it. So next week, episode's going to be lit. Make sure to check that out. Um, yeah, the member highlight. I forgot. That's what I was going to do. I'm going to, all right, the first member highlight, this is the first time I did a member highlight in Black Window Cream podcast, is going to be Fernando Amor. Amore, I don't know how the fuck to say your name, but shout out to this man. If you're in Black Window Cream, you know who Fernando is because this dude is commenting all the fucking time. He's always making content for Black Window Cream. He's hosted meetups in London, like multiple meetups over in Europe. It's crazy. He's hosting meetups and shit or UK, wherever the fuck London's at. This dude has been getting people together. At first, it started with like three people and then the next one was like five people and then he had a whole meetup like convention thing where they all went out to the studio and got to like shoot video and record all kinds of stuff and play with cameras and gear and shit like that and they even recorded their own podcast and I fa- I like FaceTimed into it and they asked me questions on the shit it was crazy so Fernando's been like the illest Black Widow Cream member he's been going the hardest and I hope that if you care about this group at all I hope that you try and touch base with this man to just A be his friend but B to follow his lead to help grow the Black Widow Cream community because he's taken what I've built on the internet and turned it into a real life uh, community. Like people are meeting up. They were driving trains from like six hours away to come meet with each other and they've never met in their lives. And that's all because of this fucking Facebook group that I started, which is insane to me. So shout out to Fernando for doing that. And if you want to do that in your own city and need help on how to set it up or whatever, talk to him, reach out to me, because I think these should happen way more often throughout the world because we're all connected together and we're very, very close. And I think that we're going to grow. And that also reminds me that Black Window Cream has just hit its 3,000 member mark, which is fucking crazy that we have 3,000 fucking Black Window Cream members in there. That's sick. That's really sick. Um, damn. Okay. That's it. I hope you guys like this. Please let me know. Obviously, your feedback is appreciated. Uh, there's no merch. I stopped selling merch because I'm like gone. So uh, when I get back, we'll figure out the merch situation. I might actually try to come up with some new shit while I'm gone and drop them. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. Anyway, uh, I love you all. Black window cream till I die. Peace out. Bitch.